Hey, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, my actual day job is a personal trainer and online personal trainer. And if you like what you've been hearing and need help and need help with accountability uh, with your workouts, uh, please see the podcast description for my email and reach out and uh, see if we can help you out and get you to your fitness goals. Other than that, enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have with me my new season co-star, Victor Sadwoski. How's it going, Victor? It's going good. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for being on the show. Let's hone in on this mitochondrial problem. Okay. So if, if you increase the amount of energy in the body, then you can conceivably heal and repair and have that kind of uh, physical output into the world and as you did when you were young, right? There should be no, if you can maintain the same amount of mitochondria, you might have signs of aging, but your actual physical level of aging is, is, is you've, you've slowed that, you've slowed that uh, downward spiral to a crawl. Yeah. And that's what, that's what we want to do. We want to slow down our aging process by increasing the amount of available energy that we have. And I haven't found anything else that will give you a net energy benefit. Consider that everything you do eventually is going to produce a net energy deficit because that food that you ate, even though you produce the calories to produce, even though you consume the calories to produce the ATP, there's all kinds of waste products off of that. There's the energy and time that it took to create the energy from that and and eventually the deuterium that you introduced into the body from whatever you're eating and drinking just contributes to taking energy away. So the only way we can restore that or slow down the aging process is to decrease the amount of deuterium that we have okay. in our bodies. We reduce so that's the a, burden. That's a concept of deuterium depletion then. Right, is to okay. reduce the deuterium burden in our bodies. And we'll never get it all out. That's what I was going to ask next. <laughs> and we, don't, we don't really even need to get it all out. We just need to get it down to the point where our bodies can manage it. Because yeah, we yeah. evolved over millions of years as mammals to address this problem, to mitigate this problem. But the deuterium level on our planet has been going up. So turns out from the studies... Uh, that the ideal deuterium level in the body is 120 in the 120 ppm range or or lower but in the 120 ppm range everything is optimized health-wise so most people are running at 150 because that's most of the water that people drink and there's no easy way to remove deuterium from water there's no distillation technology that's standard that'll work there's no reverse osmosis there's no filtration we do it we do it through a uh, type of fractional distillation where we uh, remove separate the two waters the semi-heavy water from the lighter water so um, that's a rectification process but that's a special process and only a few companies in the world can do this so no standard process exists so here we have a new standard for water purity in the world but not an easy way to get to get there so which makes the 
makes this intervention expensive because the water is expensive to make. But if you can get your body down into that 120 ppm range, then you get net energy benefit. And this is quantifiable. Yeah. So nothing, nothing else will increase that process naturally where we get a net benefit besides what you're talking about. Right. No, Staying out of the sun, where, taking care of free radicals well, and antioxidants and well, antioxidants are just part of a cycle, Oxi yeah. oxidant, antioxidant, right? It's just yeah. how good is that cycle working? You don't want too many, you don't want too many oxidants. You don't want, you also don't want too many antioxidants too. You want a perfectly balanced system that works. So uh, deuterium is a big burden on us. Like uh, consider that, like I said, you had three drops per liter. doesn't seem like much, but when you analyze the human blood, you see that there's five to eight times more deuterium atoms floating around attached to everything then there are glucose magnesium potassium etc the wow. basic basic constituents that you need for life so we're overrun with this stuff and and uh amazing things happen when you reduce your body burden of deuterium what else can do it fasting helps because mm, okay. when you burn when you burn a kilo of fat what happens? You produce a liter of water. What kind of water? Deuterium depleted water. Because metabolic water is deuterium depleted. If you look at the water inside our mitochondria, it's already 60 to 70% deuterium depleted because that's the kind of water that our, our nano confined spaces where energy is made, that's the water that it needs, that it prefers, that it has to have deuterium depleted water. Otherwise, you get overrun too quickly and you start breaking down metabolically. So this is easy. You know, I've been looking for the easy fix. This yeah. is easy. You know, if you can afford it, it's easy. But you can even, I would say most people can't afford it, even if they do a little bit less. But still, over time, to get your body's deuterium levels down by 15 to 20%, it's huge. Because this is, yeah. a, this is something you do for, this is a long-term strategy. So it's... Um, I can't, I can't say enough of it. I think it's the yeah. greatest, greatest biological discovery of our time. So, so our bodies will, like you said, it'll in the mitochondria will throw a chain in the, the, the gears and everything and kind of mess up the, the process, but our bodies will take care of this deuterium, but it's the damage that the deuterium's doing. Is yeah, we're issue. trying to, our, there's, there's a mechanism in your body known as hydrogen exchange. So if you drink deuterium depleted water, you will exchange some of the uh, some of the heavy hydrogen for the lighter hydrogen. Okay, and that's essentially what our mitochondria and our cells are attempting to do, and and doing in certain respect to exchange out those heavier hydrogens for the lighter ones, because the lighter ones is what runs our engines. So, but like I said, once in a while, and not even once in a while, it's roughly oh. one every five point five seconds, based on one hundred and fifty ppm which most people are consuming, you get over that motor gets hit by a deuteron, which is okay. not a proton, but it's a proton deuterium pair. It's like putting a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. It doesn't fit. And so mechanically, this is a this is a problem. This was discovered in 2007 by uh, Dr. Abdullah Olgun, who had looked at how much deuterium was actually in the blood plasma, was alarmed and surprised that there was so much and then did the mathematical modeling over a two-year period to figure out exactly what it's doing to this ATP synthase nanomotor. If anybody wants to look it up, it's just an incredible 
marvel of nature that we have these little motor generator machines that are nanoscopic you know can't even see them with the <laughs> naked eye and there's trillions of them and they're spinning uh, up to 9000 rpm at at 100% translation there's no there's no motor that we can create that would do that yeah. so so this is what's creating the bulk of the ATP in our bodies and um, and when they wear out then uh, they break down this causes the that mitochondria to eventually break down this eventually sends a signal to the nucleus of the cell when enough mitochondria are leaking to shut it shut it down yeah and once it's shut down then uh, it doesn't doesn't really start back up that's the aging process part right there that's the aging process yeah yeah it's diminished it's it's why it's why you if you analyze if you look at like uh, some geron gerontological statistics and you see what the chances are of somebody that's 90 years old making it to 100 or an 80 year old making it to 90 yeah. you notice that there's quite a lot of people that make it to 100 from without that have made it to 90 right it's it's not a uh, it's not uncommon so, but the chances of a hundred year old of a centenarian reaching the age of 110 is one out of one out of 700. Yeah. So one out of 700 of those centenarians will only make it to 110. So it's at the, at the end, that slope gets fat, gets, gets steeper. <laughs> Exponentially downward spiral. Exponential downward spiral. And same thing with deuterium depletion. It's cumulative over time. So the more, more you do it, the the healthier you will be because so, of the purely an energy problem yeah, yeah. well victor yeah. uh so what's uh what's the best way to get in contact with you or check out this uh um deuterium depleted water you mentioned your website before is there any other social uh tags you have well there's drink light water uh instagram account you can go yeah. see us there and uh there's um we also do a summit annual summit called uh well we did one so far and we're getting ready to do our second one it's a deuterium depletion summit.com it's more yeah. for people that are interested in the science behind this because we assemble the uh global experts in uh this new field known as deuteronomics which is which is the biochemistry of endeavoring to explain how deuterium is managed by the body so there's that site there's deuterium depletion.org that has a lot of the studies listed there again if you're a researcher and you're interested in reading the data behind this and um, but really our our website drinklightwater.com is the easiest way to get a hold of us okay and um, or 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 the instagram or the facebook account it's pretty and if you want to talk to me you can access you can um you just email through our website now i'm pretty okay. good about i'm pretty good about getting back to people if they have any specific questions awesome and all my audience knows I'll, I'll put all those tags and website uh, links in the podca podcast description. So if they're trying to write all this down right now, don't worry about it. You can just go to the links and click right on it. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, cool. yeah, just uh, thank you so much, Victor, for jumping on the show with me. And, uh, you know, maybe one day I'll get you back on, you know, another six months or so to see where you're, where you guys are and see how your second annual uh, conference went. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... That's that's awesome. I really appreciate you having me on your podcast.